0: Hi, um, it's Lazars Library. Sorry, guys, that I haven't been recording a long time. For a long time, I just haven't recorded because I've been focused on other stuff. But I would never leave you guys alone for two guys for too long. Um, I wanted to do another episode, so I will be sharing with you right now in this episode. Um. Today, I'm going to be reading a book that's called What's the Big Idea from Ivy and Bean. And it's the seventh book. And I hope you know what Ivy and Bean is. But if you don't, it will be enjoyable because it's a good series. And you will just find out about the series. So, bye! So, I hope you guys are all paying attention because we're starting the book now. Okay. What's the big idea? by Annie Barrows, illustrated by Sophie Blackall. All right. Chapter One. Bean gets antsy. There had been a problem in Bean's house. The problem was Staples. Bean loved staples. She loved them so much that she had stapled things that weren't supposed to be stapled. The things looked better stapled, but her mother didn't think so, and now Bean was outside. She was going to be outside for a long time. She looked at her backyard. Same old yard, same old trampolines, same old dinky plastic playhouse, same old pile pile of buckets and ropes and stilts. None of them were any fun. Maybe she could play with the Junkyard Crash. Junkyard Crash was when you stacked up all the stuff you could find, then drove the toy car into the stack. But that was no fun alone. Bean got up and scuffed across a nice green lawn until she reached the not-so-nice green lawn. This part of Bean's lawn had holes and lumps in it. The lumps were mostly places where Bean had buried treasure for kids of the future. Bean picked up a shovel. To heck with kids of the future. She was bored now. And maybe a secret admirer had added something interesting to her treasure. Like a ruby skull or a dinosaur. Egg. Bean didn't bury her treasure very deep, so it was easy to dig up. This treasure was a paper bag, but the paper bag wasn't doing so well. It was really—it was wasn't really a paper bag anymore. Holy moly! Bean said loudly, "I found treasure!" She pulled the clumps of the paper apart. What a disappointment! No ruby skull, skull, no dinosaur egg, just the same old stuff she had buried two weeks ago. Dental floss, tweezers, and a magnifying glass. Some treasure. Bean flopped over on his stomach. I'm dying of boredom, she moaned, hoping her mother would hear. I'm dying. She coughed in th- a dying sort of way. Ha-ack. Then and then laid still. No one was looking anyone 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 looking from the porch would she would see that she was dead. And then the person would feel bad. Bean lay still. Very still. She could hear her th- heart thumping. She could feel her hair on the arm moving. Bean opened her eyes. There was an ant scurrying over her arm. Bean pulled the magnifying glass over and peered at the ant. <clears throat> her mom was like a mountain, and the little ant—her arm was like a mountain, and little ant was like a mountain climber, stumbling along with tired expression on its face. Poor, hard-working ant. She knew how he felt because sometimes her parents made her go hiking. She watched as he dodged between hairs and charged around the other side of her arm toward the ground. She offered him a blade of grass to use as a slide, but that seemed to confuse him. He paused, looked anxiously right and left, and then continued on out. He had a a plan, and he was going to stick to it. Bean watched through the magnifying glass as he scuttled into the grass, rushing along the ground between blades. He was in a big hurry. He met another ant by banging into him, and they didn't even stop to talk. They dipped off into... Opposite directions. Bean followed her aunt to patch, patch patch of dry dirt. Then he plunged down the hole. "Come back," whispered Bean. She liked her aunt. Maybe he would come out if she spoke, if she poked his house. She found him. Found a thin stick, stick, and touched the top of the hole. Four ants streamed out and raced in four different directions. Bean didn't think of any of them or her ant. Bean watched the ant hole for a long time. Bean watched ants came out. They all seemed to know where they were going. They all seemed to have important jobs. None of them seemed to notice that they were punny li- little nothings compared to Bean. Bean dragged the hose toward the ant hole. She didn't turn the hose on. That would be mean. She let a little bit of water dribble into the hole and watched as the dirt erupt- erupted with ants. The, la- the thousands of ants flung themselves this way in that, racing to safety. Help, help, whispered the flood. The ants ran in lines away from the water. Some were holding little grains above their heads. There were zero ants. But even the non-hero ants were busy. They were all too far busy, too busy to notice Bean was watching them through the magnifying glass. To tell to them, she was like a planet. She, was a, she wasn't part of their world. She was too big and too far away for them to see. Bean looked up into the sky. What if someone was watching her through a giant magnifying glass and thinking the same thing she was? What if she was as small as an ant compared to that someone? What if that someone was ant was an ant compared to the next world after that? Wow, Bean waved high at the sky. High out there, she thought. Chapter two Just Desert. Crisscross applesauce, for boys and girls," said Mrs. Arubate, along with the rest of the second graders, being being crisscross applesauced. Then she sat on her hands for 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 good measure. Rug time was tough. It was a rug. The rug had a map a map of the the states of America on it. Each day of rug time, all the second graders rug, rug rushed to sit on Colorado. Colorado was the best state because it had the Rocky Mountains on it. That meant whoever sat on Colorado got to yell. I rock. Bean was in Loa. Loa. I She didn't rock. She could rock. She could lean away over, push Vanessa a little tiny bit, slap the corner of Colorado, and say I rock. But then Mr. Rubate would get mad. She knew that from experience So, Bean sat on her hands. Next door, in South Dakota, everyone's ivy was trying to cross one eye without crossing the other. She had been trying all day. She didn't care much about Colorado. Once, she sat on it without even noticing. Bean decided to pay attention to what Mr. Rubitate was saying. Today, class, we are having a special science lesson. Science! Bean stopped thinking about Colorado. Science was usually dirt or fish. Bean liked both of them. But now, Mr. Rubitate went on. A team of scientists from the fifth grade will be presenting a report on global warming. And what do I expect from you, class? Respectful listening. Everyone answered. Almost everyone. Mac Adam was pulling nubbies out of the rug. And he didn't say anything. Bean said it. Shh, she felt only a little bit respectful inside. Nobody listened respectfully to second graders. It wasn't fair. Let's welcome our fifth grade scientists, called out Mrs. Rubitate. The door to the classroom opened and four students shuffled in. Their names were Joanne, Matt, Adrian, and Shauna. Only Shauna talked. Joanne, Matt, and Adrian held their posters. Shauna tossed her hair over her shoulders. This is a report on global warming. She said, Adrian, show <laughs> Adrian, show the desert. This is a picture of Go- Gobi Desert. But pretty soon almost everywhere is going to look like this of global warming. Joanne, show the polar bear. Joanne held up a picture of worried-looking polar bear. Now, Shana said, Shana said loudly, global warming is a total disaster, and it's all our fault. On the rug, second graders looked at one another. This did not sound good. But when school was over, I've been being slumped like two stacks of potatoes on each bench outside their classroom. What you doing? asked Leo. I've been being looked up. We're worrying about the polar bears, said Ivy glumly. What polar bears? asked Leo. Leo was in a different class. There's not ice cream for them to live on. There's not enough ice for them to live on, said Ivy. They're going to die out like the dinosaurs, said Bean. The The heat's going to get them, said Ivy. Leo we'll hit their bench. You guys want to play Stomp Tag? Ivy and mean, Bean stared at him. It's the pollu- uh. it's the pollution pollution, said Bean. From cars, said Ivy. And now cow poop. Bean reminded her. Leo made a snorty snorty sound. He thought cow poop was funny. Ivy and Bean frowned at him. I'll be it, he said. What? I'll be it. You can can never stop me for free if you want, said Leo. He kicked his foot out. Go ahead. Bean shook her head. We're busy, she said. Leo looked down at the breezeway. It was empty. What are you busy doing? We're busy worrying, said Bean. After a while, Leo found some other kids who wanted to play Stomp Tag. And Ivy and Bean got up and began to worry their way home. Poor trees, said Ivy Padding, one. yeah, said Bean. She kicked a car and looked at the curb. Take Dad! She yelled and felt a little bit better. At home, Bean's mom had heard about global warming, and even about the polar bears. Bean's dad knew about it, too. Bean's older sister, Nancy, said, Ha! There's nothing. Just wait until you find about the oceans. What about the oceans? asked Bean quickly. That's for me to know and for you to find out, said Nancy. But it's terrible. She added, Bean was too worried to even throw something at her. She went into the backyard and wandered across the lawn. Poor grass, poor trees Squatted by the patch of dirt where the ants lived and patted it. Poor ants. She hated global warming. Chapter 3. Hot and bothered. Bye. Bye, guys. Um, I know there was a bad ending, but I just, I need to stop. Um... Yeah, I stopped at a chapter, so I guess it was kind of a good ending. But it was the wrong chapter. St- st- uh, um, so so I think I have to go now. I love you guys, and I totally wanted to do that. I feel so happy that I recorded that podcast. I hope you feel so happy to do, too, after you listen to this. Um, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and goodbye.